Welcome to the Black and Green Podcast, your go-to place to find the latest high-quality, all-natural products created by Black artisans. Hosted by yours truly, Dr. Kristen H., we'll discuss all things health, wellness, self-care, and self-love. We'll feature a refreshing lineup of guests, including entrepreneurs, artisans, holistic lifestylists, clean beauty experts, and a plethora of other innovators within the wellness industry. I hope that you join us for this amazing journey. Welcome back to the Black and Green Podcast. We're so happy that you guys are joining us and you keep listening every week. We have another amazing founder from a fabulous product that we're carrying on our platform. We have Gabby from H&B. Gabby, welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. So can you tell us, for first of all, what does H&B stand for? H&B stands for Honest and Beautiful, and it pretty much just represents how I want my products to be made completely honestly and with natural, you know, ingredients. And I just want them to, you know, look good, be simple and beautiful, and yeah, that's where the name H&B comes from. Awesome. And tell us about your products. What type of products are you selling, and kind of where did you get the idea from? Yeah, so I am selling candles and pretty much I call them all self-care products. So anything that kind of just helps you ease any stress that you may have. So like I said, candles, uh, body oils, uh, bath salts, pretty much I've covered the aromatherapy corner. And uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. And um, the reason I'm doing it is pretty much to make sure that the people who are interested in my products will enjoy them and be able to, you know, achieve a inner peace that maybe they haven't had before they got introduced to my products. Awesome. So Gabby, tell us why I, um, did you start your line? Like what kind of prompted it? What was kind of going on that uh, yeah. encouraged you to create h and For sure. So I am an RN and I was working on a pretty uh, hectic oncology unit floor as a 12-hour, you know, nurse and, uh, or 12-hour shifts in nursing. And it was just very stressful and just so much props to the nurses out there who are just doing it and been doing it for so long. But Absolutely. I just never get yeah. enough, like, props. So I'm totally here for that. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but physically, I, you know, started to lose a little weight. It was just I was getting unhealthy. So I took some medical leave and decided to kind of figure out what I needed to do for myself, for my well-being, for my health. And I eventually decided that that job wasn't the right job for me. So, you know, I kind of started reaching out, looking, using the internet a little bit to try to figure out what I could do instead of um, nursing. And so this kind of grabbed my attention as I was looking through uh, the oh-so-helpful Pinterest pages And um, I found a blog that um, I found a blog that it showed you how to make candles, essentially. It was a DIY for candles. And I ordered the candles, the stuff to make candles immediately. And I started in my little studio apartment, you know, kind of pouring candles, scenting them. And I gave them to my family and they loved them. So I figured, you know what, why might not make a thing, 
you know, a business out of this. So I started um, kind of branching out a little bit more and discovered um, just how much more that there is to DIY, figure out that I could make my own beauty products as well. So that's kind of how I started the business. That's awesome. And how long have you been in business? I started H&B back in January, so it's a very, very new business. Um, but yeah, I started, well, I officially started my Etsy page in January. Okay. Yeah, but I um, started kind of figuring out what I wanted to sell, testing recipes and all that kind of good stuff back probably about a year ago. So back in November, last November. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. And what do you think is like one of the biggest mistakes that you've made in like this, in your 12 months of business? That's a good question because there have been many mistakes. Um, hmm. I would say not being completely organized heading into busy times of the year because I just really didn't know what the scope of holiday, you know, the holiday season was about when it was kind of flipped and I'm on the side of making the products and selling the stuff. And uh, it's been a real eye opener and just So you feel like, like, did you not have enough um, product and you were selling out quickly? Like kind of what were the issues? Yeah. So it's pretty much just, um, I, since it's my first year, I haven't had too much traffic, you know, it's been a healthy little, one order there, two orders, you know, the next week. And now that holiday season's begun, it's like every day I'm getting inquiries about wholesale or about, you know, orders on Etsy. And it's just kind of picked up a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so just kind of adjusting my life to fit my growing business, which I mean, I'm so happy that it is growing. I'm so, so happy. But just really being real about the adjustments that I have to make and what's some what, like what are, like give us some examples what adjustments have you had to make do you still work full-time I do not I do not work full-time I work part-time now and I've even had to kind of I first I was working part-time like four days a week and now I'm down to three days a week mm. so kind of just like scaling back slowly trying to manage you know my personal finances and my business finances mm-hmm. I guess I mean I knew it was having a business was going to be hard, but it's, uh, definitely been eye-opening. In what ways? Yeah. So just in every way I could possibly think of, I know it sounds broad, but, um, just from trying to price my products Mm. and be fair and be, you know, but I still need a profit to kind of run the business Mm -hmm. because that's something I really, really uh, am passionate about just being affordable Mm. and not being too expensive. Um, But still, you know, being able to cover my expenses. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that's been eye-opening marketing. (laughs) Um, The world of Instagram from a business owner's point of view is completely different from Talk to me you know about just it. a creative. Yeah, so I didn't know you could, you know, see all these feedback about, you know, who sees your stuff and who likes it and 
it's just been interesting to, you know, take that in and to try to grow my business and learn on, oh, that hashtag isn't the one to use. And mm. It's just completely like it's a revolving door of information and it's just staying up to date with everything is uh, it's definitely a job, but I definitely love it. Mm, that's awesome. How, like, so are, are you a one woman shop? Have you asked help from anyone? Like kind of how have you grown? Are you bringing on a team like within the last year? Or are you kind of all trying to manage it yourself? Yeah, so I'm pretty much a one woman shop right now. Haven't really thought about bringing anyone else in because I'm not too overwhelmed yet. Okay. Um, but, and I'm just really looking to expand my business, I guess, and, um, just in any way that might look like uh, whether it's a shop whether it's you know more wholesale whether it's teaming up with someone you know locally and kind of just working together I'm always open to like every single opportunity so it's just really taking it one day at a time and trying to just make sure that everything's balanced right in my life can you tell me what do you think is like one of your personal attributes that has probably contributed the most to like the success of your business thus far yeah so um one of my personal attributes is that um when I want to do something I really like weigh the pros the cons I don't go into anything kind of lightheartedly so when I started this business I was pretty real with myself like is this going to be profitable? Is this something that you're going to want to do, you know, 10 years down the line? And um, I think it's just that always thinking, always calculating, making sure I try and make the right decisions with the information that I have in front of me. And I really think that that has helped me uh, to just really be able to handle this uh, new business venture of mine. And how did you decide to take the leap? So it was pretty much I didn't have many other options. No, I I had other options. I just I really was I'm I since I was younger, you could ask anyone who knows knew me, my parents, they'll tell you I'm such an independent person. Mm-hmm. And um on the other coin of working at a hospital, it was just under a corporation and I just kind of felt like I was just this little guy that, you know, I was just doing stuff to just get it done, I guess. And I didn't find too much purpose out of it. So the fact that starting this business would have so much more purpose and would be able to potentially reach, you know, a pretty good amount of people, hopefully. Mm -hmm. And just to know that just by them, you know, ordering a bath salt or some a candle that kind of makes their day a little better that's Mm. really what made me really want to dive into this and just kind of wholeheartedly go for it and I know you've talked a lot about self-care what are some of your favorite like tell me about your self-care routine oh yeah so I love baths I've always loved baths I like when I was a kid High school, college, well, right. not so much college because I live in a dorm, <laughs> but um, I really, I love bath. So I, anything that smells good, I throw it in my bathtub. 
So I pretty much do take, try to take a bath at least three times a week. Um, even if that is in conjunction with showers, I know some people are like, Oh my gosh, baths, but you're soaking in your, like, but it's, it's a, I, I think it's a therapeutic thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's definitely therapeutic. Definitely. And the way I like to think of it is like, you're soaking away all the day's stress exactly. and all the day's like that energy and the dirt. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do is when you get up from your bath is turn the shower on and rinse off if you really, exactly. you know, if you really want to. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, so baths are a huge part of my self-care routine. Um, and I have picked up on meditation. Um, I was raised in a Christian home mm. and I am a Christian and so meditation has always been this really taboo thing that like, oh my gosh, can I do this? Mm. I don't know. And um, recently I kind of, you know, dipped my toe into it a little bit and I've discovered that it's not necessarily a spiritual thing. Mm. It's kind of like a training your mind to be okay with all of the stressors in life. Mm. So that's really what I focus on whenever I do meditate. Mm-hmm. And that has brought so much peace and clarity to my life and to my purpose with H&B. So mm. that's a huge uh, part of my self-care routine as well. Right. And just learning how to quiet the mind. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I've heard someone say before that praying is talking to God and meditation mm-hmm. is learning to listen to God. Yeah, that's a, I can totally agree with mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Thanks to our artisan for joining us. And now to our moment of meditation with Dr. Crystal Jones. So wherever you are right now, just take a moment to be. Be in your awareness, be in your truth, be in your wholeness. Allow yourself to show up as light, dark, and every shade of gray in between. Feeling your presence, experiencing your truth. Finding your breath. And instead of directing her, listen to her. Ask her where she wants to spend more time and spend more time there. Ask her where she's stuck and go into the experience of why. Be in this breath, be in this movement and continue to cultivate this experience through the rest of your day. Honoring that your truth and whatever you show up as is always enough. You are perfection and excellence personified. Anything that tells you that you're anything else no longer serves you. I hope that you enjoyed the meditation with Dr. Crystal. Sometimes we all need a reminder to just stop and take a break, stop and clear our minds, stop and be present but now we're going to hop back into the conversation with our artisan I mean I think it's this interesting idea that um like going into the health and wellness world and spirituality and like religion and kind of how all of that plays 
with like off of each other like how have you navigated that space it has been really interesting because I mean I don't mean to get too deep or anything no, go ahead girl that's what we're here for <laughs> but like I've just kind of been questioning my faith because of you know this holistic journey because mm-hmm. you're automatically going to be introduced to things that like meditation mm-hmm. and just hearing in the church that that's not okay but like I find it helpful and mm. it's just those kind of um you know uh, I can't find word the differences mm. that con- are yeah. facing yeah just- and it's interesting because I don't like I there's so many different versions of Christianity really oh yeah the way people like interpret the bible but I've never heard someone say before that meditation wasn't consistent with Christianity. So that's interesting. That's new to me. Yeah. I don't think it's like something that I've been preached mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. like about, but it's just kind of like a subtle, like, gotcha. Kind of like an unspoken type. Of we thing. don't know about meditation, right. so we don't do it. Kind of thing. Right. Right. I've definitely seen that with uh, yoga. Yes. Yoga is another one. Yeah, as well. so sometimes I love people, yoga. <laughs> I love you. I'm a yoga teacher. Uh, <laughs> but I have had like, you know, sometimes people are like, oh, I don't know about yoga and that ohms and that namaste. Mm-hmm. Like, what's all that mean? What's all that about? And it's just, yeah. I mean, some of it is just like, um, you know, awareness that it's not exactly. a religion. It's just learning to quiet your brain. And mm-hmm. I remember like, I remember thinking one time that even when you're sleeping, your brain is still moving. It so if is. you don't meditate, you literally are your brain is always going. It's so you have exactly. to take that time to quiet it down. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's really awesome. So, um, like I know you mentioned earlier that you're married and your husband sometimes helps you with your career or not with your oh, career, yes. but with your um, company. Oh, yeah. How has that been? Has the being an entrepreneur, has that put any stress on your relationship? Has it made it stronger? Has it made it tough? Like how have you balanced it? Yeah, so it's actually made us stronger just because I rely on him so heavily sometimes. Mm. And it's nice to see that he can take that. And it's just like reaffirming Mm. in our marriage to know that, you know, we can rely on each other equally and it not be an issue. Mm -hmm. Because like he works full time. He gets up so early in the morning and Mm -hmm. comes home and he's like, what can I do? And it's so encouraging. He's been so amazing through this whole process. And mm. I could not imagine getting through any of this without him. Oh, that's awesome. And a lot of times, yeah. you know, you hear that people say, oh, being an entrepreneur can be stressful. So like, how have you, and kind of put strain on relationships, like what tips do you have to someone who's married um, and they want to have a successful, you know, a successful business, but they also yeah. want to make sure that they have a successful relationship? Like, what would you tell them? Oh, for sure. Um, so I would just really suggest being open and honest. Um, I, along with me wanting my products to be honest, another reason H&B stands for honest and beautiful is even when I was a kid, I, I just, honesty has been such, so close to my heart that I just can't not be honest sometimes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, um, that carries into my marriage and just making sure that we openly communicate and if we're having an issue, we deal with it when we're having an issue, not letting it kind of simmer and boil. Mm. And so that's kind of what's made us, kept us strong is just really communicating and not trying to hide anything or, you know, if I'm stressed, I'm going to talk about it. (laughs) I don't want to 
let it fester or anything. That's awesome. So it's kind of keeping those open lines of communication, which is honestly oh, sure. good advice for any relationship is be honest and communicate, you know, and I guess maybe it's even more important when you have a, a business that you're running. Oh yeah. It's just more important when there's any stress, honestly, right. in my right. opinion. And like, how yeah. have you learned to manage the stress? I mean, being a RN or it's, it's a super stressful environment all the time. Like what kind of tips would you share about how to manage stress? So, yes, stress. <laughs> um, I have tried aromatherapy, and I mean, it works sometimes, but, you know, sometimes it's really beyond that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where meditation comes into play. Mm-hmm. And um, even I have recently tried acupuncture. Mm, how'd you like it? Yes. So it was my very first time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm fine with needles. I really don't hate needles. so. I didn't mind it, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure if I would do it again mm, on a okay. regular basis. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, um, but I did notice that I did not have any issues sleeping that night. Mm, like okay. it was just a complete like knockout sleep with like no medication or anything, which is like the best kind of sleep. Right. That's and it's awesome. just, yeah. So, um. I'm really willing to explore anything, but my go-tos are usually meditation and music and just quiet. Mm, So talk to me about music. So I, along with loving taking pictures, loving, you know, all the things that smell good, I love music. Mm -hmm. Um, I really, and I've been loving um, the musical stylings of Moses Sumney, mm, I know, yes. I know mm-hmm. his name is. Mm-hmm. He came out with a new album, and a couple of people I follow on Instagram, um, they feature him, and I started listening to him, and it's just eye-opening, and I just found this new genre of music that I love now. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, just kind of exploring the musical world and just really appreciating music as an art form, mm-hmm. and just kind of appreciating the artists that made the music and knowing that it's intentional and it wasn't it's not something that they just kind of came up with they formulated you know all of these melodies and the vocals to be exactly what it is right that's awesome that's really amazing we can't wait to get some of your amazing candles in store. Oh, can you talk to us about your scents? Um, Cause your scents yes. sound amazing. Can you talk to us about what scents you have and like, how do you pick what scents you're going to have? And like, how do you make your scents? Yeah. So, um, I pretty much just kind of, before I even go online to kind of look at which scents I could potentially want, I kind of look at the scents I already have and see what, Am I missing? Am I missing something fruity? Am I missing something sweet? Do I need a little bit of mint? Or so, which scent am I missing? And then I kind of go online, see what scents they have to offer, and then I uh, get little travel si- or um, sample sizes, smell them, test them, test candles. It's all about the testing and mm. process and just making sure that the wick is right and the scents are right and the, it's not throwing a weird uh just an off scent just making sure that everything is I don't want to say perfect because I am not claiming to be perfect at all <laughs> but 
as close to perfect as I can get it. Because I have a really sensitive nose and I can smell like really strong candles Mm -hmm. and that kind of puts me off sometimes. So I really try to make candles that are pleasing to the nose and are soft and really fluid. Mm. Um, So, yeah. And what do you use for your... That's my candle making process. What do you use for your scents? How do you scent your candles? Yeah, so I use fragrance oils. And most of the fragrance oils I use are a blend of essential oils and fragrance oils. And they are all phylate free. Mm-hmm. And um, I use all so natural soy So can you tell us what, what, what's, a, what's phylate mean? Yeah, so phylate is essentially a plastic that is put into a lot of uh, scents that kind of not necessary. Um, it's kind of, as I understand, I think it's like a preservative of sorts. But I can't remember exactly what kind of plastic. It's just not necessary. Mm-hmm. They're able to make sense without the phylates. And it's just one less thing that we have to, you know, put out into the air. Because I'm all about kind of trying to save our environment with, you know, as the little impact that I can. Got it. That's awesome. That's amazing. Gabby, thank you so much for joining us today to talk about your wonderful brand. Uh, we can't wait to try your candles and some of the amazing scents that you have that you created. And we absolutely love products that are handmade and sustainable and made by Black women. So just keep doing what you're doing. And thank you for joining us today. Well, dude, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for being a part of our journey and listening to the Black and Green podcast. Tune in next week when we feature another Black woman artisan who creates all-natural products. You can buy products to support our artisans at blkgrn.com and check us out on all social media at BLK and GRN. Make sure you like and share our podcast with your friends. Until next time, buy Black and live green.